0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. This teaching is Practical. And it can be applied to the church life. Most of the scriptures talk about church life. It also can be applied to your family life, husband and wife and kids, to any project, even at work. It's applied to everything. But we just learned the principle from the Bible. Because the Bible was written to the local churches, that the principle can be applied in every area of life. And today we would like to talk about the value of teamwork. We need to understand about teamwork. The value of teamwork is mentioned in the Bible everywhere. And let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us how to live a victorious life. How to be successful in our family, in our church. Lord, teach us today by your Holy Spirit. And reveal the truth In the scriptures, so that we can have a clear understanding. Help us, Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit, to be doers of your word. We will put what we learn into practice, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. When you read the Bible carefully, you will find out that we did not come from an ape. We did not come from monkey. Actually, evolution is just hypothesis. No one in the whole wide world has been able to prove that we came from monkey. No one. Actually, evolution is a faith. But faith without evidence. But the Bible is faith too. We believe in God. We we were created by God. But our faith in the Bible has been proven again and again by history, archaeology, scientific thing. The Bible talks about the earth is round or sphere... And circle in the empty space That Bible rec- was recorded 5,000 years ago The scientific truth Confirmed the authenticity And the reality of the Bible And the Bible says that we were Created by God God created us in His image Our God is the creator He has creative idea. He likes to make, He likes to build That's why human beings Love to make things, build iPhone Develop iPad. All these things, airplane, car. You notice that as year go by, we have more technology. Things getting better all the time because man has the creative idea from God. We were created in the image of God. But when God created Adam and Eve, God said clearly that Adam cannot work alone. Actually, God gave an assignment to Adam. Okay, I put you in the Garden of Eden, I give you the blessing. I bless you, the ability to expand, to multiply, and to live a victorious life. Unfortunately, Adam sinned against God, rebelled against God. He lost that blessing, and now we got the blessing back through Jesus Christ. God gave him a job to do. That's why people who sit around, do nothing, have no job, get bored and get depressed. Because we were created to work, to do something. God gave Adam the assignment to take care of the garden, to make sure the garden is well cared of, and not only that, have to expand the garden, which includes the land and also the blessing all over the world. God knew that it's impossible for Adam to do it by himself. Therefore, he gave him a helper, and that lady named Eve. They need to work together as a team. In other words, God created human beings to depend on each other. I can perform brain surgery, but I don't know how to make chayor and nyang and steak. I don't know how to cook. I need to depend on my wife to do her part. We all need to depend on each other. God gives all of us limited resources, ability, experiences, limited Time and energy. How many people by around 11 p.m. or 10 p.m. you start to feel like I need to go to bed. You have limited strength and resources. So you need to depend on other people all the time due to our limitations. That's why teamwork is very important. You cannot do anything by yourself. You need to form a team in order to get the job done. When I perform surgery in the operating room, Big team. The first team is outside, welcoming the patient, check the blood pressure, get the history. That's about two or three nurses. Then when I get into the operating room, one person stand opposite to me, help me to do suction, to do retraction. Another person stand at the table, handed me the equipment. Another person was at the head of the table to give anesthesia. Another person is on the floor walking around, in the operating room, we need at least five people as a team to get the job done. I cannot perform surgery by myself. I need the team. And the church the same way, the family the same way. We need to work together as a team. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12 verses 4 to 8, Just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body mean the church. We are many parts of one body. We have many, many parts. Each part has its function and has its ability. And we all belong to each other. In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith. As God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. The Bible says that in the church, there are many, many members. Each member is like a part of the body. The finger, the nose, the liver, spleen, pancreas, brain, eyes, ear. Each part is gifted to have its own function. What happened to your body if your nose one day says, I'm going to stop working right now? What happened to you if one day your liver say? I'm going to take vacation for two years. You will die. You cannot live without the function of the liver and kidney because the kidney and the liver has a job to get rid of waste product or the toxic toxin in your body. You have toxin in your body all the time. So the liver and kidney get rid of all those things so that you can survive and be healthy. You need the lungs to get the oxygen in and then the oxygen will get into the red blood cell to bring the oxygen to your brain, to the part of the body. We need oxygen all the time in every cell in the body. We need different parts of the body. That's why as a church member, either church member or family members, we have function. We need to take responsibility of our function or our gift that we have seriously and faithfully. Okay? In the church... God expects every member of the church to get involved, to find their own gift, their own ability. I don't believe in what we call consumer mentality. And sometimes people think this way, especially in the Western country. I'm going to look for the church that can please me and do me well. What they can do for me. What kind of program I can be blessed here. Actually, that is consumer mentality. We should join the church that God called us to join. And after we join it, we should say, what can I be the blessing as an organ or part of this church? And as you give and you serve other people, then God will bless you back. God will even increase to you, give to you more, so you can get involved more and bless more. Amen? So that is the biblical mentality, not consuming mentality. Now let's look at the scripture together. Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. Then the Lord God said, this is what he said after he created Adam, the first man in this planet earth. It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. God knew that Adam could not get the job done to take care of the garden of eden and expand the garden of eden all over the world by himself he needed a helper teamwork is better than doing by yourself many many things that we do we cannot do it by ourselves we need a team and god gave adam a team that is eve all of us have different kind of physical ability talent Gifts, time, resources, and all kinds of different things. When they put all of us together to work together, it will multiply more. It will give us more production, more productivity and fruitfulness because we all do our part to support or to get involved, to build something together. That's why the Bible talks about The human body, in First Corinthians chapter twelve, verses four to six, and twelve to thirteen, there are talking about the church. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it's the same God who does the work. In all of us, God works different way through all of us. The human body has many parts, but many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ, the church. Some of us are Jews, some of us are Gentiles, some are Chinese here, some are Thai, some are Laotian, some are Mexican, some are Singaporean or Malaysian. Some are slaves, some of us are employees, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. God has given all of us very unique backgrounds. We have different spiritual gifts. We have different heart, desire, or passion. Some of us have a passion for children. Some of us have a passion for worship. God give us different heart, desire, or passion. Give us different abilities. Some of you can fix the car very well. Some of you can build the building. It's interesting. I can put the screw in people's back and neck. I can do it like textbook. Every time I put the screw on somebody's neck, take the x-ray, it looks like textbook. Perfect. Without even x-ray, I just put it in the ankle. When the picture comes out, perfect. The screw at the right place, and they're both parallel, not crooked. Every time, like textbook, without even x-ray control. I just do it with my eyes. But I cannot repair my sink. It's broken. I cannot repair the door. It's broken. Because I don't have the gift of construction. I have the gift of being a surgeon. You see my point? We all have different abilities. Different heart desire, background, experiences. And we also have different things in in life that we can contribute together. I thank God. Last night I came to the Chinese fellowship and listened to their singing in Mandarin. Oh, the presence of God was so strong. And this Mandarin speaking brother and sister in the church are so anointed and so good in certain area that our church needs. And we have so many people are so good in cooking. Many people are good in different things. We need each other. We need to work together as a team. We need to respect each other's ability, background. We need to honor one another. And we should have this kind of attitude. Okay, this is the attitude of teamwork. I need you and you need me. Don't have the attitude of cutting people off. I don't like your face. I don't like the way you walk. Could you please stay away from me? That is not the right attitude. The attitude is inclusion, assimilation. Let's get involved together. Let's try to resolve the conflict. Let's try to talk and have communication and work together as a team. That is the way God is. Amen? Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 12, the Bible says in verses 14 to 27. The Bible talks a lot about teamwork here. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear says, I am not part of the body because I am not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body if the whole body were an eye? How would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts. And God has put each part, each of you, each part, just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. There are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. You see, we should not say to each other, I don't need you. I need you. You need me. We need each other. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. For example, you don't see the pancreas. But if without pancreas, you're going to have big problem. You will die. You may not see cerebellum in the back of your brain here. But if you don't have cerebellum in the back here, you cannot walk. You cannot fall. You cannot get the balance because cerebellum controls your balance. It looks insignificant, but it's necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen. Why the more honorable parts do not require this special care. Amen. We need each other. The teamwork. We depend on each other. We should honor one another. We should value other people's ability, gifts, background, and experiences. Don't think that we are better than anybody. We need them and they need us. Amen. Not only that, number two. God looked at many things as a corporate entity. When God looked at Pasada and I, the Lauha Prasid family, we are one family, one entity as a family. When God looked at the church, he doesn't look at only individually, but he looked at as a one entity, one body, one church. When we come together, he looked at as one. We are one together. We need to serve together in unity, uh, in cooperation. Amen? When God wrote a letter to the seven churches in the province of Asia, in the book of Revelation, chapter 2 and 3, he wrote as if he wrote to one body, not each individual, but he wrote to one church. This is a church of Philadelphia. This is a church. Each church, he wrote a letter to the whole church, not just one person in the church. Philippians chapter 1 verse 27. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit. Everyone make your hand like this. One spirit. One spirit. Contending as one man. One. One. One man. The whole church, one man. Not many, many. In one, many together work together as a team. That's why when we get married, the Bible says the husband and wife become one. You work together as a team. God loves unity. Amen? God loves teamwork. Ecclesiastes Chapter 4, verses 9 to 2, I'm going to show you the benefit of working as a team. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. But two can stand back to back and conquered. Three are even better. Two already is better, but now three even better. For a triple bearded cord is not easily broken. God talk about two better than one. More people join together, stronger. One scene in the movie that I never forget because it's biblical. How many people watch the movie called Gladiator? Gladiator, okay. In the movie, this slave, including the main actor, what is his name? Russell Crowe. Russell Russell Crowe and the rest of the slave went into the Coliseum. And the professional soldier came out with the Chariots and also sword and spear. And they're going to come out to kill all these slaves. And Russell Crowe was a general. He is a commander of an army, so he knew how to fight. He called all the slaves, say, let's, let's put the shield together, and let's come together as a circle like this. All they stand together like a circle. Everyone, except a few people, did not obey him. In the movie. A few people were standing out there alone and did not want to join the group. Within a few seconds, all the people who stand alone, killed, get killed by the professional soldier that came out with chariot. But the rest of the people who st- stood together in the circle with a sword and spear and moved together in the team, they won the battle and they do- did not get killed. Wow, when I watched that movie, I was thinking about Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 to 12. When people stand together, work together as a team, they can win the battle together. Amen? But if we split out and everyone work on their own, we're going to be attacked by the devil. Another story that I watch in the YouTube, I watch, I told this story again and again sometime. I think the title of the YouTube called The Battle at Kruger or something. Somebody videotaped the animal in Africa and this group of cows were walking. This is a natural cow, not it's in the real jungle. Were walking in the line like this as a parrot. And suddenly the little cow came out from the group behind the mother. Suddenly, a lion, the lion was watching already. The lion came and caught that, tried to kill that little cow. That little cow ran away into the water. You see the picture? The lion came, this little guy ran toward the water. When the little guy came toward the water, a alligator come up and grabbed his leg. Wow, what a scene. One side is lion. The other side is alligator or crocodile. The mother turned around and saw it. Now the whole gang of this cow came, big gang, with the, <laughs> with the horn. They came and hit the lion and hit the alligator. And the little cow was saved. Wow, I see the teamwork here. That Everyone worked together as a team and saved that little boy. Amen. So we can see the power of working together as a team. We care for one another. We think about the outcome of the whole team, football team, the same thing. I used to play soccer. I was a goalkeeper. So everything I do is for the whole team, not just about myself. We need to all work for the benefit of the whole team. That is the teamwork. Amen? Now look at another scripture. Leviticus chapter 26 verse 8. Are you convinced now that we need to work as a team? Husband and wife, you work together. That's why the scheme of the enemy is to break up the family, to make husband and wife quarrel, to break up divorce, to cause all this problem because he knows that if you are alone, it's hard for you. But thank God we have the church. If you're a single mom, you still can come to church and we can work together with you. Help your children, help your life. You know, we work as a team. Leviticus 26 verse 8, five of you will chase a hundred. And a hundred of you will chase ten thousand. All your enemies will fall beneath your sword. This scripture talks about the power of teamwork. Teamwork multiplies our efforts. The Bible shows us clearly that when people work together for a common purpose, the result is more than the sum of their individual contributions. Each one brings the contribution, sum up. When they work as a team, the result is more. Five people try to chase after the enemy. The outcome is 1 over 20 ratio. But if 100... It's not 1 over 20 anymore. It's 1 over 100 ratio. Multiply the result right away. And that's the reason why Jesus never say in the Bible, go and make church feel warmer. He never said go and make just Christians. He said go and make disciples. Yesterday afternoon, I met eight or something people, I make disciples. I met them, I taught them how to serve God because I want to multiply the result by having more people who know how to serve God together, joy together as a team, become a teamwork because we're going to get more result when more people work together as a team. I thank God that Pastor Da worked with me as a team. This church will not be this way without Pastor Da. She worked behind the scene. I may be good in preaching up on the pulpit, but many, many things I could not do. But Pastor Da can do. Amen? We work together as a team, husband and wife. The same thing in the care group, in the church, in your family. You need to have a teamwork mentality. We work together as a team. Now I want to show you a story in the Bible that shows clearly that God expects Teamwork. The first example, Genesis chapter 11, verse 6. This is one of the powerful scriptures in the Bible. Listen carefully. You remember the story? A group of people, big group of people, tried to build a tower. And their mind was wrong. Their purpose was wrong. They wanted to build a tower up to heaven to meet God. They want to be equal to God. They have a wrong concept. And God looked down from heaven and said, "Who, these people, they try to make something equal to me now. They're going to come up to heaven to meet me. Look, he said, the people are united. They all speak the same language. After this, nothing they set out to do will be impossible for them. Even the evil work. When people set their heart together to work as a team, they can accomplish it. God doesn't want us to do evil work. He wants us to do good work. So if we set our heart together to work as a team, the Bible says, everyone say with me, nothing will be impossible for us to do. Nothing. Amen? If we set our heart together, united together to work for a project, nothing can stop us. God bless the teamwork. God bless the unity. Look at another story in the Bible. Exodus chapter 17, verses 11 to 13. This is the situation when the children of Israel faced the army Amalekites. And they sent Joshua out to fight the battle with the soldier. At the same time, Moses was sitting on the top of a hill. He was praying to God for victory. His hands, uh, arms got tired. His hand dropped. And the army of the children of Israel were defeated. But every time his hand went up, they won the battle. So what happened? As long as Moses held up the staff in his hand, the Israelites had the advantage, but whenever he dropped his hand, the Amalekites gained the advantage. Moses' arms soon became so tired, he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and Er found a stone for him to sit on. Then they stood on each side of Moses, holding up his hands. So his hand held steady until sunset. As a result, Joshua overwhelmed the army of Amalek in battle. You see the teamwork here. Joshua in the battlefield, fighting. Moses was praying, lifting up his hand to heaven. Earl and Aaron helped to hold the hand. Is it a teamwork? Each part. Is doing his job, doing his own job. One hold a hand, one pray, one fight. The same thing in the church. We need to work together. Husband and wife, kids in the same family, we need to work together as a team. Amen. Look at another story Moses was leading millions of people out of Egypt, and eventually he got exhausted. Because he has to help a lot of people try to resolve a lot of conflicts among these million people. Look at what the Bible says. Exodus chapter 18, 24 to 26. Moses listened to his father-in-law. Thank God. Sometimes father-in-law and mother-in-law are good. Thank God. Everyone say, thank God for the mother-in-law. and did everything he said. He chose capable men from all Israel and made them leaders of the people, officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. They served as judges for the people at all times. The difficult cases they brought to Moses, but the simple ones they decided themselves. Moses could not get the job done by himself, he selected 70 elders to help him as a team. Everyone say teamwork. teamwork. Nehemiah was ordained by God to, build, to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. Look at what Nehemiah do. Can he build the wall by himself? No way. Nehemiah chapter 2, 17 to 18. But now I say to them, you know very well what trouble we are in. Jerusalem lies in ruins, and its gates have been destroyed by fire. Let us, everyone say us, Us. the team, us, rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and end this disgrace. Then I told them about how the gracious hand of God has been on me, and about my conversation with the king. They replied at once, you do it yourself, I'm too busy with TV program." Busy with my own business. I have the things to do myself. Hey, Nehemiah, go. Go for it. Do it yourself. Did they say that? What did the Bible say? They replied, not tomorrow, not next year, not three years from now. They replied at once. Yes, let us rebuild the wall. So they began the good work. Amen. Let us build the church. Let us save souls together. Let us bring our family to God together. Amen. For me, because I speak Thai, definitely, I have a big mission to bring the revival to Thailand. That's why I fly to Thailand every three months. And one day, hopefully, I can fly to other countries as well. So we have... The job to do, and we work together as a team. When Jesus sent the disciple out to preach the gospel, what did he do? Mark chapter 6, verse 7. And he called his twelve together and began sending them out two by two. Giving them authority to cast out evil spirits. Did Jesus send them one by one or two by two? It's a teamwork, working as a team. Look at Apostle Paul, last scripture I want to read. Apostle Paul did not serve the Lord by himself. 2 Corinthians twelve seventeen and 18. Did I exploit you through any of the, the men I sent you? I urged Titus to go to you and I sent our brother with him. Titus did not exploit you, did he? Did we not act in the same spirit and follow the same course? Paul worked with Titus, Timothy, and many, many people together as a team. The Bible is a teamwork mentality. Amen? God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit work as a team in unity. Teamwork is important. From now on, I want you to develop this mindset. I and my spouse and my children, we're going to work as a team in unity. You have this mindset at your workplace. We're going to work as a team. You have this mindset in church, in the care group. We're going to recruit. We're going to look for people who can work together, work as a team. Listen to one another. No one is a jack-of-all-trade. No one knows everything. I am the type of leader who like to listen because I don't know everything. When people give me advice, I pray and I say, Amen, I agree, let's do it. We, we have, God gives us different talents and ability to think, to see things from the different view, see things from different angles. We should listen to one another, working together as a team, And don't quit the team easily. If you have conflicts in the team, don't just say bye-bye easily. Just try to work it out. Sit down, talk, try to resolve any conflicts. And go on and work together for the glory of God. Amen? Let's do that together in the family and in the church. Amen? Amen? How many people are convinced now, I want to join the team? We have many, many teams in the church right now. Worship team, sound team, camera team. Actually, I want to have more camera man, a woman to help me videotape and do the camera because we need more people to get involved. We have the usher team, greeter team, children program team. Why don't we give a hand to all these people? We have the cooking team. Amen. We have care group teams, youth team, help the youth team. I want to express my heart here before I close the the sermon today. I and Pastor Da really have a heart burden and desire for young people in the church. We want to see our children grow up to love God. We want to see our youth group strong. We want to see these young men and women Grow up in the way of God. They study, they love God, they become the head of the society, not the tail. They are godly people, walk in the way of God. We want to leave a good legacy to the next generation. Our heart is really for young people in the church. Because we do everything today, is not just for ourselves, but for the next generation to come. The youth team, the children. That's why Pastor Dan and I will support everything for the children program. For the youth program. Because we know that these are the next, the future generation of this society and for the church as well. We don't want this church to die after we all get old. We want the next generation to rise up to lead the church and to do the mighty things for God. We have to do all these things together as a team. Let us have the mindset together. We're going to be a good family of God, full of love, full of the Word, full of the Spirit. The family that will touch the nation for Jesus Christ. The family that the next generation, the children in our church, no one going to backslide. Everyone will love God. Everyone will do well, feel like they are in the family. You know, I tell people in the church all the time that we build the church like a family. So when our young people come to church on Sunday, they never feel that they come to church, church, religion. They don't feel they come to religion. But they looking forward to come to church on Sunday to meet their uncle, auntie, and the family and worship God and listen to the word of God together. So they don't feel that they are dragged by the parents who go to church because they come to get involved in the religion. They are not dragged. They are happy to come. My son and my daughters, they wake up in the morning every Sunday, get dressed themselves. I don't need to force them. They'll feel that, oh, I'm going to come to meet my brother and sister, my uncle auntie. We're going to have good time together because the church is a family. Amen? Let us build a family together in Seattle and spread this family all over the world, in different parts of the world. Now we have the church in London, in Switzerland, in Germany, and now a new group start in Sweden. In Norway, in Thailand, in uh, Illinois, in um, Arizona, in Las Vegas. We have many, many families of God around the world. Let us help together, build together as a team. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe one day I can go plant church in Oahu. Aloha, mahalo. We can preach. I can preach on the serving board. and can preach. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine the pastor on the serving board? Hello! Hallelujah! <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this wonderful teaching, wonderful truth from the Bible regarding the teamwork. We thank you so much, Lord, for educating your people in the church. Lord, the more we learn your truth, the less mistake we make, and the more fruitful we are. We thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit who helps us to do the right thing, to convict us of wrong things, and so that we can repent and we can believe in what you say, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for sending Jesus Christ, the Messiah, into the world 2,000 years ago. We don't need to pay for our own sin. We don't need to have karma that we have to pay. We know, Lord, that Jesus came to give us life and give us abundant, quality life. Not only on this earth, but the quality life in heaven. We are not just existing, but we can live a meaningful, abundant life true Christ Jesus. We thank you so much, Lord, for your grace. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, or you're not sure that you are safe, or you may be, you used to go to church when you were young, but you walk away from God for a long time, I'd like to encourage you to come back his house. Come back to have relationship with Jesus Christ. Very simple. The Christian life is a life of faith in the heart and a life of confession. You believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth. When you believe that Jesus is your Lord and your Savior and you confess with your mouth, the Lord will come you back. You need to take action of speaking to him. I want to encourage you to pray with me. Come back to the Lord I will lead you in prayer One sentence at a time To talk to the Lord Confess with your mouth And believe in your heart That God created you You did not come from monkey You were created by God Come back to God God is real Amen God is real This is not just a fairy tale story He is real Pray with me Close your eyes And follow my prayer Father in heaven the creator of the universe you created me I want to come back home today to have you as my father thank you God you sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross to pay for my sins Jesus, the son of the living God come into my life right now to be my Lord and my Savior I repent of my sin I give my life to you thank you Lord for your forgiveness from today on I will walk with you give me more grace Give me abundant life. I believe, Father, as I give my life to you, my name is recorded in the book of life in heaven. When I leave this world, I will live for eternity in the paradise with you. And in this world, I will live a supernatural, victorious life because I have the supernatural, victorious God as my Father. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Keep the hand to those who receive Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's wonderful to be in the house of God and be touched by the Holy Spirit. I heard the testimony that one of our brothers is able to stop smoking, drinking. Actually, both of them, both brothers. Is it true? You are free now. Is that right? Is it wonderful? Stop smoking. Thank you, Jesus. Youth group, is it wonderful to be in the church? The youth group. Amen. Can I hear the loud amen? Is it wonderful to know God? Amen. Is it wonderful to have family here? That you don't have to walk with God alone? Amen. Single moms, is it wonderful that you don't have to... Take care of your kids yourself. You have other uncle, auntie in the church. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. How many people have been healed by God in this house? God performs supernatural healing upon you. Wow. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. God is so wonderful. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He's so wonderful. If today you have any sickness in your life, or you have any situation that you need the grace of God. Pastor and I will pray for you here. Today we don't have lunch. So we can spend time, some time to lay hands and pray for you. You come like a little children. Like little children. Come to the Father. Let me ask this question. When you live with your dad and your mom. And you come to the dining table. Did you ask your mom... What ingredient do you put into this meal? How do you do that? What did you do when you come to the dining table? You just pick up the spoon or chopstick? Then you eat, you know why? Because you trust your mom that she's going to cook good food for you. It's about trusting. Come to God like little children. You come to his table and say, "God, I trust you. You can do more than what I can imagine." Just come to God like little children, amen, by faith, trusting your heavenly Father to do good work in you, amen, hallelujah, thank you, Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord Jesus, bless the name of the Lord, hallelujah, Yogi, can you tell the people, when you first came to the church, what happened to you, and what happened now? Thank you, Jesus.
1: Hi, brother and sister in Christ. The first time I came here in June 2010, I was diagnosed with cancer, stage four. So after the chemotherapy, like four times, I lost 30 pounds with no hair. Uh, I had no hope. And one of the auntie bring us here that. Let's go to a New Hope for the Fire of God. Well, at that time I was like, no choice. Okay, I'll do whatever it takes. And I came here. Basulah lay hand on me every week. Uh, so I just like surrendered to Him. By the God's grace, I'm here like four more than four years already. I'm I feel good. I'm healthy. Uh, keep praying for the complete healing. And I believe God's uh, already dead for me, died for me, so I'm already healed. And I feel the presence of God like every day. Thank you. Uh, I'm grateful for His love. So if we believe and surrender to Him, nothing is impossible. Praise Praise God. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you need God's help, we pray for you today. If you need to go, I understand. Amen. We will pray that God will perform miracles in your life. Whatever need you have, God can help you. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, touch those who need help from you, Lord. Minister to them. We believe you are the God of Miracle Miracles is your expertise Is your specialty Lord my specialty is neurosurgery But your specialty is miracles working power We believe Father that nothing is impossible With your people With any situation in in their life Father We thank you Father To touch them Help them answer their prayer Father In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. If you want to be prayed for, I will be here. Pastor Dan, I will pray for you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
1: We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, Please contact
0: us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com.
1: I'm so thirsty.